and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, our Game of the Year episode for 2022. I'm Jess and I am joined by Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello. And Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Hello. Good. Uh, we hope you all had a lovely Christmas. We are recording this episode in advance, so if there are any glaringly obvious omissions, then that is why. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our Game of the Year episode. We're going to each pick five games alongside the listeners five games and we'll combine our picks to produce the ultimate top five pure dead gaming list it's gonna be interesting because we all have very different tastes yes <laughs> yes so it's not i don't think it's going to be you know the usual suspects might not be mm-hmm. the top yeah i've got i've got a feeling that will be the case that it's going to be a very not a mixed bag but certainly an interesting bag i think that's what it's all about, though. That's Absolutely. You, you don't want to be the same as everybody else's, do you? So, Exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, oh. inter- interesting note, mm-hmm. this happens to be our first podcast as a married couple. Well, hey, congratulations! Assuming, Although, of course, in advance, Jess didn't you know, exactly. run away well, like she's supposed to. That's obvious omission. Well, that's the thing. I mean, she, she's not forced me down the aisle at gunpoint yet. So, I mean, if you're hearing this, you can assume that the wedding did go ahead. But yes. uh, we are we are recording beforehand. Yeah, so congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Donnelly. Thank you. <laughs> run, bitch, run! You'll, you'll literally be the first to say that now. I know. How awesome is that? I, by virtue of time. Yeah, I am the first to say it. I mean, it's a shame the uh, wedding invite got lost in the post. <clears throat> well, I mean, to be to be fair, I did inquire about it, and the venue were like, "Absolutely fucking." Is not. that what it was? I thought your excuse. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. no, we've heard yes. the stories. Yeah, you break my heart, and that's how you fucking come up with the excuse, is it? The, the place isn't com- the place isn't completely fireproof. The insurance <laughs> didn't cover it. <laughs> well, we don't have that level of insurance. They're like Dan, Dan from Dundee. Dan, no chance, not happening. <laughs> that motherfucker. Yeah. So yeah, that's us ending the year of 2022. But let's just take a quick look back on the year itself in terms of the video game industry. So I suppose it kind of saw the lingering effects of the COVID nineteen pandemic slowing hardware sales for most of the year, as well as lots of delays. Mm. Delays, delays, delays. Um, The kind of continued trend of acquisitions and mergers also uh, happened, highlighted obviously by the Microsoft announcement's plan to acquire Activision Blizzard for nearly $69 billion. Hmm. Um, The industry as a whole also still dealt with lots of issues of kind of workplace harassment and discrimination, as well as crunch periods leading to kind of a lot more quality assurance and you know, I think there was even like separate studios that like voted to kind of unionize some mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah. Um, but all we, sounds a bit grim, doesn't it? It does sound a bit grim. Sorry, but I'm getting to the good part. Right. Yeah, we <laughs> have had lots of good games. You set the stage there. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we've had a wealth of amazing games across all the platforms, and we got the Steam Deck. That also happened. Hmm. Well, we didn't. Well, no, we didn't. But unless Santa's been particularly good to me, no. has he, Jeff? No. No, no. Awesome. can't even square a Steam Deck. <laughs> um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, you made, you made a great point, obviously, about because we forget that games are still having that after effect of COVID. You can because obviously we, we all we all feel that COVID's over, and, and for the most part, it is, even though it's still very much live. But I don't even think it, it happened. <laughs> but gaming is now only just starting to see the end of that now, you know, and it, and it's affected games and other industries obviously so much. So. 
especially obviously hardware on top of that. So yeah, I still think it's been a, a good year though. Oh, like, fantastic! Yeah. If I honestly, I'm I don't listen to that many gaming podcasts, but I do I do sort of vary about and listen to different ones in different weeks and stuff like that. Try to keep up to date, and if I hear one more fucking podcast talk about it being a dry year yeah. or a bad year, I'm going to fucking scream. Yeah, well, that was like, one of my picks back in Afterlife in the summer, wasn't it? About people saying there's been no fucking games. Like, hang on here. There's maybe been no AAA games recently, but there's been a fucking shitload of games. You know, it was just it was just so ignorant. Yeah. Definitely, I totally agree. Like, I would say, like, yeah, if you are close-minded enough that you will only play a big, massive AAA release, then you could say yep. that outside of February, it was a little bit slow. But at the same point, I feel like this year more than ever, that indie, quote-unquote, indie games have almost bridged the gap. Like, yeah. like last year, in the Pure Dead Gaming Awards, we did a award for Best Indie Game. And I was less, I was looking at the awards from last year to see what we should do this year, and I was like, I'm not even doing that because what is an indie game these days? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yep. you look at some of these indie games and you're like, like something that would be considered an indie game, and you're like, that's as high quality as a AAA mm-hmm. game. Yep. And so I just I don't know. I mean, it, it felt like every week there was a good game coming mm-hmm. out. Yeah, particularly during Absolutely. that summer months there was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, according to market research from Newton, the global video game industry had a total revenue of 184 billion. Wow, yeah, that's insane! So it's insane. It, that is like a four percent decline year year on year, though it says. Yeah, you, you'll obviously we're going to see that obviously because the, the COVID boom, with people being sort of working from home, quote unquote working, people being on furlough, you're going to see that reduction. It's, it's going to we're going to, but it's not the really reduction. It's just getting back to normal. Yeah, that's kind of what it's doing, you know. In the same way, movie tickets will go the opposite way because they will get back to their what it should be, what you'd think anyway. But I think that this year for me, you kind of said it best, Craig, about the sort of February. I feel as though this year has been bookended by Triple A's. You had a fantastic start and then a fantastic end in terms of Triple A, and then everything in between was just indie after indie. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's 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 been a it's been a very interesting year. Especially with Jess, like you said, those delays pushing things out, meaning that indies kind of had to pick up the oh, flag yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit, particularly for those sort of quiet four or five months where the, where the big studios were, were obviously working on the end of year stuff. So, yeah, yeah, it's just as well that the all the sort of smaller games were so good. I know, I know, and it, and it did make it such a strong year. I know. Mm-hmm. God forbid the way the first word problems. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so yeah, let's get into our top five then. So we've each picked five, which we're going to share in turn. So who wants to go first? Craig, you take it away. You want me to go first? You go first. I've I've absolutely fluffed this. I've wrote in my document, I've got one to five, so I'm going to have to scroll up and down. (laughs) That's absolute madness. I couldn't couldn't be doing that. While I'm going through my number five, if I was you, I'd be reordering that, because that's that's anarchy. (laughs) Fuck's sake. That's... I really want to marry this. Is that what I'm doing? <laughs> Hold on here. Hold on here. No, right? according to the oh, yeah, sorry. I've already married. Aye. An annulment I'm looking at. Aye. She's the one who should be asking that fucking question, motherfucker, <laughs> not you. Hey, all right, don't pick on me. Fuck's sake, I've had a week. Right? I've had a week. Oh, my tooth. Oh, I couldn't get my salted caramel latte. I didn't actually get one I, today. I know I you didn't. I fucking heard it. I, I tried to get one today and they didn't have it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fucking raging. <laughs> Absolutely raging, and my face is still <laughs> hanging off. But anyway, on to better subjects. Mm-hmm. My number five is 
jack move. Mm. Which is... It's not my first JRPG because I did play Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I suppose isn't a traditional JRPG in the on the remake sort of scale, mm-hmm. but Jack Move isn't really a traditional JRPG either. In fact, it's not even made by a Japanese studio. It's just technically listed as a JRPG. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. Um, not my type of game. Hate turn-based combat. Thought I'd genuinely thought I'd hate it, but I thought I'm going to take a punt on this because I really liked how it looked. I thought the graphics looked really nice. I love cyberpunk stuff. And so... It just seemed accessible to me because yep. it was like eight hours long. And I like to broaden my horizons. Like JRPGs are never going to be my favorite genre. Neither are racing games, but I still like to play the odd racing game or try the odd thing outside my wheelhouse just to sort of keep up with current trends, like see what's happening in different spaces, like things like that. And you obviously get the odd game that does break through and you go, no, this is just so good. I fucking love it anyway. Um, and I think this was just one of those games. I just, I was so taken with it. The graphics just, I just loved it. I loved the world. I loved the characters. Uh, the dialogue was a little bit sort of corny at times, but like it was funny at the same time. Mm. The story was cool. Like there's a couple of characters that are just so eccentric and weird. I just, I just loved everything about it. Yeah. I mean, so much so. Like I give the Switch a lot of shit on yeah. the podcast. Um, and it's mostly because it doesn't have any sort of trophy achievement system that really fucking upsets me <laughs> to the point where I think we first bought a Switch in 2018 maybe and I don't think I'll have ever completed more than half a dozen games on it Yeah, just because I'm like if I can get this anywhere else I will play it there Yeah, but I want to change that and part of doing that was playing through Jack Move on the Switch and I just had an absolute blast. Even like the turn-based combat was the weakest part for me, but I still enjoyed <laughs> that section of it. Um, I enjoyed everything else more, but it, yeah. even, it even made me think, you know what? Turn-based isn't that bad. No. It's, and that, uh, was, that, was, that was not something I would have told you going into this year. Yeah. It's a real way to play games, to be fair. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I've got it down here as turn-based gameplay, almost fun, and the almost is in capital letters. Wow, that's a stretch, huh? That's a real yeah. that's a real leap for Craig. <laughs> it is, and so much so that like I mean the PlayStation version doesn't have a platinum, which is a fucking crime. Yeah. Uh, but as soon as I see it on sale on Xbox, I'm going back to play it again mm-hmm. for the thousand G. Like I can't wait. Good. And it, it honestly it it makes me think less of you as a person that you like this genre and haven't played it. <laughs> Cheers, pal. <laughs> it's it's an absolute crime. <laughs> an absolute crime because I know it's not going to get far in this game of the year overall awards no. and, it's your, and it's your fault it's your fault. <laughs> you, should be, you should be championing the genre because you think that if I'd played it I'd have it in my top 5 Um, no well I don't know, I don't know what your top 5 is no I think it might have been though nah, it wouldn't. when you see my list it wouldn't have made it right well we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> you want to go next Jess? Sure. So I am going to kick things off with Cult of the Lamb. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, indie developer Mass Monster published by Devolver Digital. This was like a June release. I played it on the Switch. Mm -hmm. 
ran into some bugs and that was kind of notable from the outset for a lot of people there was a lot of bugs Mm -hmm. um to the point where i gave up to be honest Mm -hmm. um i I had to turn it off because i just Oh. <laughs> yeah, I had restarted it twice. I think at that point because it was right, it I was game breaking bugs. Um, but I, I I loved it so much. You know, I've gone back. Like it's I don't know I, the sort of resource management part of it was I loved. Um, and the kind of battles are a good level of difficulty, and they I think they they advanced at quite a good pace as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I don't know, I just, you can, what I loved about it is you can make it your own, like, I called all my characters, like, things that were meant <laughs> something to me, and, you, you know, you can make it what you want in that sense. Yeah. Um, obviously, you had a fun time with calling, pe- you know, the members of the Discord and stuff like that. <laughs> That's right, um, yeah. Yeah, I named everyone folk from the Discord, and then just the interactions between the characters were just um, infinitely funnier, yeah. because that yeah, came over exactly. and it said, like, it was like, oh, Donnie has brought Ryan some flowers and stuff like that. <laughs> brilliant man absolutely brilliant yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah the artwork the soundtrack gameplay like i just i don't know it, it, it was something different for me and i thoroughly enjoyed it yeah to be fair jess i mean i i did love the game and, and i and i persevered and i got the plot in a minute but the reason that i didn't put it in my top five is because you mentioned it was it was the bugs it was mm. awful and even the first big patch didn't make that much of a difference and it was so frustrating i just feel as though for me it didn't deserve that spot because of the mm. bugs. Mm. And that's for me, was the difference. Otherwise, it probably would have been in there because it was so close. Because I loved it. It's the same as you. It was fun. The characters in it were great. The, the, the combat was superb. And I loved the base building aspect as well. Um, it, just, it just ticked hundreds of boxes. But it, for me, it was just a shame those, that buggy launch just kind of let it down because i mean you obviously you stopped but i thought do you know what i'm because I, I was going i thought i'm gonna fucking get it i'm gonna persevere and it was so frustrating because of those fucking bugs but yeah i did stick with it just see i i, I gave up because once you gave up jess i was like right i need to move on as well then because i was yeah. starting to get bugs as well and you're playing the switch i was playing playstation mm-hmm. And then recently, I have went back and been playing it on Switch, and I'm almost finished it. Mm-hmm. And it was close to being in my top five. It's, I mean, to be honest, I do a top ten written list on the website every year, and I think it will be in my top ten because mm-hmm. yeah. I I genuinely think it's just it's a fucking excellent game, a great idea, and yeah, the the personalization aspect you can just have so much fun with. Mm-hmm. Yep, like fucking, I don't know, like. Tams over in the corner eating his own shite, and you're like, "Why is he doing that? Like, why is he doing this?" Is Tam, why have you picked on Tam? <laughs> That's what Tam does. He sits in the corner and shite. <laughs> That's a proper Tam move. That, right. uh, but it's just stuff like that, and it just it brought like so much unintentional comedy. Mm. Like when I played that again on Switch, I did the same thing. I named everyone after Discord members again, just because yeah. I was like, "That was fucking gold the last time." And uh, I will go back and try and get the platinum on PlayStation. Like it's just it's a it's a kind of very highly replayable game. Mm. Like. Yeah, no, I thought it was a really clever idea and a great yeah. game, I. Yep. Okay, Donnie, your number five. So my number five is going to be our second GRPG of the night, and that is Chain Echoes. So ah. yeah, so Chain Echoes came out this month, and it's been on my radar for most of this year. But a bit like a bit like Tactics Ogre, I plan to just add it to the backlog and just go. Do you know what? I'll play it next year when things kind of calm down a little bit. You know. And it launched, and then reviews came out. 
Now, I'm one of these. I'm 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 quite harsh on reviews and how we interpret review scores. But sometimes you need to put that behind you and just appreciate what it is. And when I saw that it picked up a 91 score, I was like, holy fuck! Like you have to take note of that. And I thought, oh, fucking hell! Forget the backlog. It's on Game Pass. Let's just download it now and just see if it gets its claws into me. Otherwise, I'll just go. Do you know what? Again, I will add it next year. Just like Tactics Ogre and do when it's a bit quieter. And my fucking God, it sunk its claws into me. It's a it's a proper, proper old school SNES style JRPG. Very much, it's very inspired by sort of Final Fantasy Tactics, by uh, Chrono Trigger, games like that. And it's just superb. It's made by one guy, a guy called uh, Matthias Linda, made it himself. Uh, the only thing he didn't do was the soundtrack, which he got someone that he knows. I can't remember the guy's name to do the soundtrack. And it's a brilliant soundtrack, by the way. Um, and this is just a proper, visually st- superb game. The storyline is brilliant, and the combat is just classic turn-based with a little bit of a little bit of modern tweaking, a little bit of um, originality to it as well. And it's just superb. And it's just like it's just funny how I wasn't going to start it yet, and I have done. And it's just jumped itself into that fifth slot. Yeah, I'm very interested in this. I installed it on Switch yep. today. I haven't, It'd be great on I haven't the Switch, by the way. Yet. I mean, that's debatable whether it'll be great on anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I'd been I'd been talking to you and the boys earlier on, and just saying like, I don't know, I felt like a JRPG, something that I can play in little kind of twenty minute bursts. Like I was looking for something like that, and so I'd sort of like kind of floated a few different. Uh, a few different games and then just yeah. so happened um, Unchained Echoes made its way onto my Switch mm-hmm. um, but to be honest I think that was the one I was going to go for anyway because again similar to sort of Jack Move like I want one that I've got a better chance of completing so I was looking at like I think I looked at Triangle Strategy yeah maybe? yeah yeah yeah. and it was like I, I was going to How Long to Beat and it was like main pa- if you main path it's 60 hours if you do it the extras as well, 80. Completionist, 110 hours or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's a fucking commitment. Yeah. Like, if you're playing that in 20-minute bursts, you're talking half a year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'd be playing other stuff, obviously, but still. Whereas it said that Chained Echoes is, like, 20 hours. Mm. And I was like, that's well, more manageable. Mm-hmm. Or would you say it's longer? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm near the end, and I'm 35, and I'm near the end. Are you not very good at the battles? Oh, I'm I'm pretty fucking good, yeah. I'm, How hard does it, by the way? It's, it's it's got really really harsh difficulty spikes, and it's the bit when I do review review for the website, I will have to kind of not mark it down, but it's it's the spikes are a little bit unreasonable at times. And it's right. to be honest with you, see if you look at any reviews, that's the one criticism that you'll you'll read consistently. Other than that, the game, for what it is, it's basically flawless. For a classic GRPG, it's flawless. Apart from just really unreasonable spikes. Okay, interesting. So I never got to start it, but I did turn it on and a quick look at the options. And it Mm -hmm. did look like there was some sort of accessibility option. There is. You can turn down enemy aggressiveness and their stats. So you've got low, medium, and high. So obviously it defaults to medium. So if you are struggling, you can flip it to low. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'll maybe have to look at that then. Yeah, but it's just, it's it's fantastic. It really is. It's interesting that you went straight to the options to check out the difficulty settings. Oh, I Craig mode it right enough, yeah. <laughs> Before I start any game, I go into the options to see what they've got. Make sure it's got a Craig mode for me, he says. <laughs> but yeah, good. Cool. Number four, Craig. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Hi. 
What have I got here? Ah, another good game. How about that? High on life. Not really. <laughs> Said no one ever. That's number one, just to fucking annoy you. <laughs> just to get a bit of Donnie Rage going. <laughs> uh, no, my number four is Return to Monkey Island. Ooh. I was debating. I had a few games I was going back and forth between. Like, I think that's the thing. See, with 2022... And I suppose this sort of ties in a little bit to some people thinking it was a slow year. Like, to me, it was the opposite of a slow year. But at the same point, there was a cluster of maybe, honestly, 20 games Mm -hmm. that were just of a very, very similar, really high quality. Like, not elite level, but just that little bit underneath that. And there's so many that I could have went for. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I decided to go for Return to Monkey Island because I just think it's one of the best examples of the genre that I've played in years, years and years. I mean, you don't get an abundance, I wouldn't say, of point-and-click games these days. It no. does tend to be more few and far between, but it's a genre I like anyway, but this game, it's just fucking excellent. The art style, like before the game came out, the art style was getting kind of railed on quite a bit by hardcore fans because it did look a bit different. Mm-hmm. And I can get looking at screenshots and going, oh, that looks a little bit, it's almost a little bit kind of like caricature-ish. Yeah, yeah. But with, like, it's it's, it's got a kind of painted art style, but it also looks a little bit like that. Um, and I can understand why people were a bit wary about it, but in motion, it's fucking brilliant. Like, it's it's just, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Like, the story's great. If you're a Monkey Island fan, there's so much fan service in here. Like, it's the type of game where, if you've never played a Monkey Island game before, totally fine. You can jump in, it's a self-contained story, and you'll have a great time. But yeah. if you know those old games, there's returning characters, there's little callbacks, like, really clever writing... Um, it's, yeah, absolutely excellent. And I spoke about this before, but the absolute sort of cherry on top for me, speaking of Craig mode, was <laughs> that they put in two difficulty options. Now, I did play it on the hardest difficulty, but <coughs> sure. Yeah, hey, you have to for the platinum. Num- first person in the world to get the platinum, by the way. <laughs> just, just by the way, before you start. So, <laughs> uh, but. Like, I just, the one thing that people throw at point-and-click games is that they can, the, the puzzle solutions can be really obtuse, and yeah, they can be. Yeah. Like, as much as I like the genre, there's very few point-and-click games where I haven't at some point had to look up a guide, and you're like, yeah. well, how did I, how, how would you possibly know to combine those three items and put them in that fucking blender and then use them with that? How? Yeah. You just wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so... Monkey Island, what it does so well is it has, it calls it a casual mode or normal mode. Normal mode's hard and casual mode, it's not easy by any means, but it's intuitive. All the puzzle solutions are reasonable. Yeah, it's it's like with almost all of them, you naturally come to that conclusion and sometimes it's not straight away and you will have to go away and think about it and you'll go to another island and then you come back and you'll be like oh, i don't know but it clicks and it makes you feel smart it makes you like you worked it out and it's really really clever at how it does that um and again it's it's a kind of perfect like six to eight hours i just everything about it like in terms of a point and click game there's 
very few ever that have done it as well. And I've wow. played most of the classics. Like, I've played all the original Monkey Islands. I've played Grim Fandango. I've played fucking Full Throttle. Like, I've played Day of the Tentacle. I've played, like, all these games, and it's right up there. That's and cool. it's... Uh, it's if you if you're into point and click games, like you cannot go wrong with this game. It's absolutely brilliant. So yeah, Good. that's my number four. Jess, your number four. Uh, yeah, so my number four is Tinykin. Ah. Yeah. So Punk will be very happy. He's <laughs> very very high yeah. on this game. And rightly so. It's it's just a fun, satisfying platformer. Like. You're a little space explorer explorer called Milo and you kind of wander your way through this family house that's been abandoned. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're like the size of a little bug and there are hundreds of bugs in the, the house that uh-huh. you interact with and stuff. But it's just as I say, it's just a satisfying platforming. There's no enemies or health bar to worry about. You can right. just, you know, lead back Explore. Yeah, yeah, and full Craig mode. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> There's collectibles as well, which I know you love that. Yeah, I actually don't have hundreds. the. I don't have the thousand whatever it is yet because right. I've not collected all those little golden nugget things. Right, well, you're mm. off what now? Well, yes, I am. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just I, I just think it was a delight from start to finish, and like I think. There was a lot of like kind of little nostalgia elements there because I think it is kind of set in the nineties and mm. there's you know like VHS bits and right. stuff like that like you know and and just exploring this house and what they've done with it I just think it's it's just cleverly done, um and there's a nice kind of feel good story to it as well. Um, it was one I really wanted to get to, mm. but I just didn't. There's actually a couple of games in this list that I think with the podcast like we try to cover the majority of new releases that we can. Mm -hmm. And so when there was a game that you were checking out, I would be like, even if I wanted to play it, I'd be like, right, well, you're playing that just now. So that's that covered. So Mm -hmm. I'll play this other really good release that came out this week as well. And I'll get to that after. And that didn't happen because 2022 was fucking mental. (laughs) Despite what folks say. Yeah. But yeah, no, it did look cool, and I watched you playing some of it, and I, I it definitely is it's the type of game I would love. I know it is. Mm. Yeah, I, I did the first world and enjoyed it. It's on Game Pass. I thought, I'm going to check it out, and, and well, what I played, I did enjoy, but there's not enough there for me to go back and play it. Mm. But that's but that's fine. That's that's okay. It doesn't mean to say that I didn't enjoy it or it wasn't good. I did, um, and it's it's just it's really cute. It's really charming. Um and when you kind of work out little bits of puzzles, it's quite satisfying as well, isn't yeah. it? So yeah, yeah. Cool. And Johnny, your number four. My number four is high on. No, my number four is <laughs> Stray. Stray, the indie darling of the year. Um, it's a game that we'd all been looking forward to. I think everybody certainly the describe what I saw on Twitter for the last eighteen months. I'd all been looking forward to it. And it because you get to play as a cat and they're fucking amazing. <laughs> well, huh, debatable, but yeah, I think the fact that you are getting to play as what was a very realistic cat was was the hook there. But you know, it's just it's it's great. It is set in this kind of this kind of underground cyberpunk world, this sort of semi survival feline caper, and you know, it was it was so fucking good. I think everybody who played it loved it. 
I think you can see the reception that it got in terms of reviews, in terms of obviously winning indie game of the year, the the uh, Jeff's fucking game of the year bash, kind of pretty much says it all really about how 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 good this game was. And you know, like it was it was a perfect length, kind of six to eight hours. Um, so it kind of ticked a lot of boxes. You didn't want to get you know you don't want to play that kind of game for fifteen hours. So it kind of set the right pace as well. And yeah, I just think that. We had stiff competition this year for indies, especially to stand out, and this definitely stood out amongst the uh, amongst the best of them, you know. And I really liked how how realistic it felt. I actually, at no point didn't feel like this wasn't a cat I was controlling in terms of movement and everything else. It just it felt so real. It almost felt like a cat simulator was kind of mm. how good it felt playing it. Um, really enjoyed it. Um, loved the world. Loved the, uh, the little interactions with it, with the sort of robot people um, underground and stuff. And then just that kind of, that feeling when you escaped and when you got out, that feeling of just kind of joy seeing the cat return to its to its feline friends. It was just, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, this is actually uh, following on another one of those games where I had been excited for it since it was announced yep. but when it came out jess was playing it so i thought right i can focus on other stuff and i've still never managed to go back to it you know i didn't know i thought you had played so it i've never played it never Shit. i've never even held a controller when it's been on it was on my list to try and get to before the end of the year but there's just no fucking yeah. time uh, i will play it like I, yeah my, you'll love it you'll love it man definitely oh definitely i mean I've, I've been excited for it the whole time and i fucking love cats so i know like everything i've seen about it when i saw jess playing it i'm like that looks fucking excellent yeah uh, and there's a good chance that I might get a wee bit of downtime between Christmas and New Year, so mm-hmm. I'll probably have played it before the year's out, but just not in cut-off time for, yeah. for this. But yeah, it looks fab. <laughs> yeah, there was there was cute little touches where if you were, say you're on like a shelf, and there was things you could knock over, you could just like, neat, neat, you could just like, yeah. just, just be a dickhead cat for the sake of it. <laughs> That's the thing, there's so many points of interaction where you can, like, I don't know, just quickly distract yourself from the main plot and just yeah. be a cat. Like, you can go for a nap, scratch posts and stuff yeah. like that. It's yeah. just, yeah. Aye, it scratching is... was so kind of, it was it was really um, therapeutic, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it is in my top five, but not yet. So... Oh, but, after. Yes. What, what number is yours? Well, you can't say that. That's the fucking takes the... Oh, of course. Away, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Jesus Christ. All right, this is not that. Sorry. I build anticipation. My bad. My bad. <laughs> My bad. Where are we now? You for Me. number three. Yep. My number three is Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> yes! Thank God! Are you happy with that? Thank fucking God. Do you know what? I was worried... I was worried you weren't going to do the right thing, man. I mean, you were going to fall out. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I was going to ruin your wedding somehow and send in a pack of fucking male strippers or something. Um, thank God you did the right thing. Well, I mean, we spoke about this before. Mm-hmm. You At length. Seem think, you seem to think it's okay not to include Cult of the Lamb because it was buggy, but it's not okay for me to not include Horizon because it was buggy. Which is complete double standards. Well, no, because it wasn't buggy for me. Her, um, Cult right, of Lamb was, was. I didn't have a single bug. Yeah, but in fairness, some of that, some of that shit I watched you play was it was user error. You know, you're blaming bugs. <laughs> I was blaming. Um, I was blaming <laughs> that... user error. To be honest with you, swinging a miss there, mate. You know. <laughs> Aye, but that was me just slapping. Oh wait, oh wait, nothing was happening. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this guy dodging all my shots. Yeah, wonder why Fanny was. <laughs> 
the game was, I mean, for me, it just, I, I didn't have a single hour where there wasn't a bug. I honestly didn't. I still, and the thing is, it's such a good game that I still enjoyed it start to finish. Yeah. And the reason it has made its way up, has made its way up to number three is because I've been playing it again. Like I started on the PlayStation 4 version, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it's not, I'm not saying that the PlayStation 4 version is in a better state than the PS5 version. It's just there's been various patches and stuff like that. Yeah. But I haven't had a single bit of pop in, a single bit of slowdown of nothing. It's The PS4 version is working flawlessly for me. And I've put about 20 hours into that and it's it's such a great game. Isn't it? Like it really Isn't is. It? <laughs> it's just so much fun to play. Like yeah. it's absolutely even the PS4 version, it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Like honestly, the PS4 version does not look that much worse than the PS5 version, which I was stunned at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 30 FPS is very noticeable. Ooh, yeah. I would say that. But when you turn it on visually, you're like, how the fuck is this running on a PS4? <laughs> Your PS4 must sound like a fucking jet engine, was it? Oh my god, I mean, when you're fucking typing in your password that the account details my PS4 sounds like <laughs> to take off when Horizon's on, it's fucking mental. Oh, fucking hell. But, um, but yeah, no, just a, just a brilliant game. Like, I, I, I maintain I, I don't like it as much as Zero Dawn just because I don't, I'm not as engaged with how the story went. Like, to me, Zero Dawn is one of the best stories ever told in gaming. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I just don't think. Even before it came out, uh, uh, Forbidden West came out, I would have said that I didn't think there was much chance that they could have met my expectations, like yeah. based on it. But it's still a great story. It's still a great continuation. It's setting the groundwork for the future. And yeah, it's just it's such an amazing world. Um, and I absolutely love it. I just think it's a, an absolutely brilliant game and definitely one of the best games of the year for me. I'm so glad you said it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Okay, Jess, take it away. It's time for Disney oh. Dream. Yeah! <laughs> I thought it might have been your number one, actually. No, I, the reason it's not, the reason it's fallen down to third is just because of the bugs. And, mm. okay. you know, it is in early access. It's, yes. you know, full release is planned for April next year. So, um, can I... Give it, yeah, you've got, you've got to... Yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, for that reason, it is. It, I, I don't know. I, I didn't feel it was deserving of number one, but yeah. I've loved it as I've spoke about lots. Um, as is a lot of other people, by the way. It's, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't think anyone's really done an award for this, but it's probably the sort of surprise of the, yeah. or it's certainly one of the surprises of the year because before it came out, I would have put solid money on it being. Utter shit. Utter shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There was another, also, it was made by somebody else, but there was another Disney game I played where you got to kind of roam about Disneyland, World, whatever. Oh, it was Um, in Game Pass, wasn't it? Oh, and it was awful. And I kind of expected to be something like that, but I don't know. It's just, it's got that hook that, Mm -hmm. that you know, it's been likened quite a lot to Animal Crossing and it does have a lot of crossovers with how that game is played but they've, it also they've clearly looked at animal crossing and went let's take the formula from that put in characters that everybody loves we can drip feed them characters over yeah. years and folk will come back and it's it's brilliant to be honest it's, it's, a, really it's, a, it's a really yeah. fucking solid idea um, yeah, yeah so there's like there at launch there were 17 characters they've since added toy story and lion king but there's like when you go into the castle there's like 24 unused doors still so wow. there's so much opportunity to grow it and expand it and you know i've i've, I've 
grown up in the 90s I love Disney I've watched them all and like I've got my favorites and stuff and I'm just I'm eagerly anticipating like new characters and you know it'll bring me back every time there's an update and somebody new comes out so I think it's just and I don't know just that sort of I don't know, like building up your house and getting new furniture and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It just is so addictive, yeah. and you're like, yeah. I need more. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I played a few hours. Obviously, it's on Game Pass, and I played. I've played a good few hours, and I really fucking enjoyed it as well because yeah. it is so fun and so accessible. Um, I was surprised actually how much I enjoyed kind of just running around and just clearing some of the rot. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is so satisfying. What the fuck? Um, it's going to be massive if if they if they get it right in terms of kind of marketing it and getting the right characters and drip feeding it, they will make a fortune on this game. Yeah. I know. I'm really curious to kind of see the model that, because obviously it's free to play Uh, as of next year. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that sort of pans out and rolls out. Um, But yeah, I mean, I've clocked 140 hours this year. Fair play. But that's not even anything in comparison to, other people probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, SJ's mum. Yeah, she oh, has mental. She, she's got probably the world record. <laughs> yeah. In fact, we should have had an award last week for we her. Have, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. her own personal award. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I, I would be surprised if anyone has the one thousand G because that's that would take some doing. I mean, you've put in, as you said, a hundred and what, nearly one hundred and sixty hours, mm. and you've got ten percent. Of the achievements, holy shit! Because every achievement is like, do this two hundred times, yeah. do this, and it's not stuff that you can just farm over and over. It's like no. upgrade such and such two hundred times, do this. So you would almost get like no achievements for like the first hundred and twenty hours, but wow. then after that, you'll slowly start to unlock them. Yes, yeah. you got a grind, got Aye, a grind for proper, it, proper proper grind. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it, it had to deserve a mention in my top five. Absolutely, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I would have been surprised if it wasn't. <laughs> no, I think that's fair enough. And I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago on the podcast, but it this makes me excited for that kart racer they're making. Mm. Like, which again, I would have put money on being utter fucking shit. But you're like, if they've nailed this, maybe they'll nail that. Mm. And again, it's going to be free to play. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and it'll have all the kind of the kind of likable characters and stuff like that. If they can nail the physics and the driving, which to be fair, no one fucking else has managed to, so maybe they won't. But if they can, <laughs> then uh, it could be it could be something special. Okay, so Donnie, your number three. So my number three, it might be a little bit of a surprise because I feel as though I've spent more of the year slagging it off and praising it. But my number three is Elden Ring. Ah. yeah most um most people's game of the year most um news outlets game of the year for me it's hovered between one two and three all year mostly one a little bit of two but it's found its place at number three um i don't really know where to start what elden ring has not been said but i think just for me just the, the, the fact that the fact that i stuck with it I, I don't do from soft games at all they don't really interest me I've told this story before, when I, when I downloaded Bloodborne, I lasted an hour and rage quit. I got to the first boss, cleric beast, died twice and went, nah, fuck this shit. You know, I've just, I've not got the patience for this torture. So I get, I, I had no interest in buying it at launch and I was always going to wait a few months and pick it up second hand. That way, if I paid 15 quid for it and I binned it, I didn't mind as much than if I paid, you know, 50 quid. 
and just fucking loved it. Everything that you don't think you'll like about it, you do. Um, in terms of things like world design, were just stunning. Even though it doesn't visually look that great because it is still from soft, what they designed in terms of the world and that is is just incredible. Um, and I just I never thought that I would like it as much. I never thought I'd finish it, let alone fucking like the game so much. You know, um, a lot of things blown out of proportion in terms of in terms of the qualities in the game. You know, people speak about, oh, it's great, it's redefined, open world, no no quest markers, no quest logs. I guarantee 99% of motherfuckers that finished that game used a guide. So if you can follow yeah. a guide on your phone, you can follow a quest log. Fucking hell, people, you know. There's 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 so much snobbery around that, it's unreal. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just great. And I guess one of these games that a lot of people have, have played it or finished it four or five, six times, and they, they want to go and do an experiment with different builds and that. So that just shows you how much, how much, what's what longevity there is for for a lot of people. Um, but for me, I got in, got a platinum, got out. I've, I've no real interest in it and going back and, and taking on the pain. I don't think, but uh, yeah, it's my number three. It's it's superb, and it definitely deserves a lot of the plaudits that it got. It absolutely did. Um, but it's not for everyone. It's still FromSoft at the end of the day. Yeah. It's still a FromSoft game. I would love to get the time to go back and give it a real go. I played it for maybe an hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> so you basically got the tutorial. I got... I uh, I got out into the main bit. That guy on a, was it a white horse or a silver horse yeah, or a yeah. gold horse or something. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. battled me. Yeah, and I spent the majority You're of supposed my to time. Avoid him. Well, I didn't know that, so I, I kept <laughs> going back to him, going, "I'm really shit at this," and like try to beat him. And I, I must have tried that about seven times, and then eventually someone said, "You're not supposed to be able to beat him." Yeah. Like, All right. Well, cheers for the heads up. Yeah, I had to put um, again. You don't get told any of that. I only no. knew that because I read it in a guide beforehand. Ah, right. So mm-hmm. I I did that, and then I did maybe another. Aye, maybe 45 minutes maximum after that. Mm-hmm. And I was so intrigued by it. But yeah. I don't know. I just... There was just too much. There was too much coming out. There was other stuff I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And I just decided to move on from it. But I, I did. like I, I have intentions of going back to it at some point. Because it's just... It's a game that's ranked so highly that I really... I really do want to try and play through it and experience it. Yeah. Like... And there's so many people that have like a story, like arc that's similar to yours, where no other FromSoft game has ever grabbed them, but this one did. Yep. And so I want to see if it does do the same for me. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just don't know how you find the time for that. Like we're talking about how 2023 is going to be the year to end all years like how how are you how are you going to tackle a 2022 backlog (laughs) and amongst the games that have been released in 2023 especially a 100 hour game that you you can't it's not a game that you can play for say 15 20 hours and then wait a week you this game unless unless you're a veteran at these sort of games right you need muscle memory in this game, uh, you need and to get that the means rhythm. yeah, and that means you need to play constantly. Like when I started it, I didn't, I did not pick up another game. I literally played that from start to finish. Whereas at the moment, I'm juggling like five or six games. And I'm happy to do that, but that you, you couldn't. Elden Ring, you have to yeah. focus on it. It's got to get all your attention. Like I said, unless you're a proper veteran, in which case, if you are, you've already beaten the game, so it's irrelevant. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah, exactly. There's, not, there's, yeah. there's certain games where it's easy to juggle two or three. Oh, yeah, of course it is. Loads. Uh, yeah. But, but uh, this is not uh, one of them. No, it's not. Definitely yeah, not. It's, uh, it's all in or all out. One day. One day. <laughs> I would love to see Jess try and get through it. I, I think I, I did play maybe 20 minutes of oh, it. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, I think, started it. But I, no. I think you should try again. You're just do, just do what I did. Just do what I did. Play it on fucking Craig mode. It just goes a mage. Well, so I, I was going to say if I was if I was going to go back to it, I would definitely look up whatever the shite bag build is. That's what I did. Yeah, just Craig mode it, yeah. And just brute force your way through it. Like, see, to be fair, see for all their fucking chat about how they carry out difficulty modes and stuff like. See on PC, there is mods that have added an easy mode. Really? Aye. Oh, aye. I didn't know that. That would break our game. Did it? Aye. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I could download it on PC and play it at a reasonable difficulty and blast yeah. through it, which has been tempting in the past as well. But um, oh, maybe someday it's not happening. Maybe. It's not. There's, there's not a chance with your with the volume next year, especially you with the commitments to the site. There's no fucking chance you can add Elden Ring in. No way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not lately. happening. Yeah. If I get a big payout at some point, I quit my job. Maybe that'd be the only thing. Yeah. Or an uh, injury that involves you. Nice, Jess. Nice to your new husband. Wishing him, wishing him injury already. <laughs> one day, people, it's been one day. I know, unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so we're at number twos now, are we? Oh, number two. That me? Yeah. Issue. My number two is Pentiment. Mm. Oh, I did not see that coming. <laughs> I fucking loved this game before it came out i was really looking forward to it but i knew it was going to go one or two ways it was either i was going to like it or i was going to hate it Mm. and i really at first see for the first hour and a half it was touch and go because i really liked some of the stuff it was doing but it was so fucking slow and they were just you could tell they were setting up the world but they were setting it up at a pace that was just a little bit too slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same point, in that first sort of, say, two hours, it did alleviate a lot of my concerns. Like, when I saw it in previews, I was like, I don't fucking like that art style. Like, I don't, I just don't like it. But in motion, when I was playing it, I thought it was beautiful. I mm-hmm. really liked it. And it worked well into the story because character you play as andreas that is what he does like that is his job is to make the eyes an artist to make these uh illustrations and books yeah and And so i and so you're playing almost like the illustrations that of what he would make it's not that's not how it's set out but it almost is that um and yeah i just honest i just absolutely loved it like it, it was a slow burn um but uh, it's not really a spoiler to say it is a murder mystery and the story progressed really well, it was deep uh, one of the things I loved the most was I, don't, I hate when you're timed in games, it really pisses me off mm-hmm. I hate time trials, I hate any of that sort of shit. Yeah, you just want to go at your own pace and, then, exactly. and take it in, yeah, I get that Yeah, but this had a time sort of Yeah you only had a certain amount of time, but it wasn't in an obtuse way. So there was there is a murder, and after that, aye, after that, there's maybe like five or six leads you have, but 
any following any of these leads takes time. Mm-hmm. So there's an in-game clock, and the clock's the clock doesn't move in real time; it sits still. But if you go and you investigate this person, that will take time. Now, while you're over investigating that, you can take as long as you want, do as much as you want, talk to as many people as you want, investigate as many things as you want. But being over in that area will take time. Yeah. So in between investigation, you'll maybe have like six leads you can follow, but you only have the time to look at three. So you have to pick wisely where you're going to go, who you're going to talk to. Um, it has a cycle where you have a lunch time and a dinner time, and at each of those you can eat with different people, and you can just you can go around this whole town and you can choose who you want to eat with, and that ends up being quite important because you get a lot of information off the people you choose to eat with. Yeah. So you're choosing to eat with that person, but you're getting different information than you would if you ate with someone else. Um. And so it just, I love Mother Mysteries anyway, but it was just, the whole thing was just so fucking intriguing. And I had this horrible thought towards the end where I was really concerned that it was going to end in a certain way and it would have ruined the whole game for me. (laughs) But it didn't. It had a good ending. And I feel like so often in different bits of media these days, like in films and in a couple of games as well, where the ending I haven't been satisfied with and it has taken away from it. And this just didn't do that. I thought it was the ending was genuinely really clever, really cleverly done and just brought it all full circle. There was a few things that I was like, I don't know about that, don't know about that. But as a whole, it was one of the best stories of the year. And I just, I thought it was an absolutely spectacular game. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, I'm, I'm like five hours in. I was playing it in a hotel room and I was working away from home a couple weeks ago and really liked it. I got to the part where you, you find the first one, you find the, the murder, and then uh-huh. you do you then go and aid the guy doing the autopsy. And that's as far as I got and did enjoy it. The problem I have is that I've got no incentive when I'm sat at home to go and play it. Right. And I don't know why it's that because it didn't, it's not that it didn't get its claws in. There's like, there's so many games to play. Do I yeah. want to sit and read? When I can't be harshed, I just want to play. Oh, I totally get that. But when I'm when next time, obviously, I'll, you know, I'll be away from home again. And when we're back from back from New Year, and I'm sat in a hotel room for four hours after I've eaten and whatever, then that's my time to play. And I will go. I will play this again. So I will. But yeah. I've not got that urge to play it at home. Whereas that's fair. That's fair enough. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would. I would. And it's no disrespect to the game, have... by the way. What I played, I did enjoy. There's, there's no doubt about it. I, I would know. normally have been the same. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like these sort of heavy base, heavy like reading based games, I'd yeah. be like, right, that's fine for when I'm on the go, maybe on the switch or something like that. But if I'm sitting in front of a TV, I don't want to be sitting reading constantly. Yeah, I want. I, I, want I, would, to I would normally shoot people be the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. An experience that you you don't want to have in a handheld sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I did love actually was was our column on the Discord. His reaction to it, he fucking loved it. And I, I, we, we never texted. And I goes, and he was like, he goes, I said, he said something like, "I'm surprised I liked it." And I go, Callum, I'm not surprised you liked. It. I thought they'd been right up your street, you know. Um, and his reaction to it's been fucking brilliant. And I think that kind of says it all. A man that had zero interest in anything Xbox related is now like, yeah, what else is on Game Pass? You know. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I had it down here. A game so good that it made Callum praise a Microsoft product. <laughs> Says it all, doesn't it? I mean, he fucking hates them. He does. But, yeah, he's, he's, a, and... he's, a, he's a bigger pony than Tam. 
and uh, I he fucking loved it. I mean, I think that was almost the best compliment it could get. Yeah, yeah, and his review yeah. was great as usual. So, um, oh, it yeah. was it was really really good. He said this yeah. is game of the has it's his game of the year. Yes, I know, I know. Um, so yeah, no, just an absolutely brilliant game, and uh, just something that you wouldn't normally expect. And it's 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 made me decide that I'm definitely going to in the new year go back. I'm going to finish Disco Elysium. I'll probably just start it again, mm-hmm. but also. I really want to play, and I'm annoyed at myself that I haven't already, the Murder on Eridanus DLC for Outer Worlds. Yeah, I brilliant. never went back for that. Did and it's know? the same team, obviously, and it's meant to be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, one, of, it's one of the best DLCs I've played ever. Yeah. Um, I put it up there with um, Horizon Zero Dawn's... Um, Oh, I can't remember the fucking expansion name. Frozen Wilds. That? Frozen Wilds. It's up there with that for me. It's um, it's a that is a brilliant expansion to a great game. Anyway, yeah, oh, um, so, I, yeah I loved you, it. I loved the base game. Yeah, if you loved Outer World, did you do the other DLC? The um, no, I did the main game. Do that one as well. But that one's not as great. Um, but the murder on on Eridanos is is superb, and you get some really good guns as well. Nice. Yeah, I'll Definitely probably just buy the double pack. Go for it. Um, man. Yeah, it's always like three or four quid, isn't it? In fact, it's probably on the PSN sale right now. It will be. It yeah. will be no doubt. I'll check after we record actually. But but yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely gonna pick it up. Like I just Obsidian are so good. They yeah, just they don't are. miss. They yeah. do not miss. Yep. Brilliant, brilliant stuff. But yes. Jessica, your number two. My number two. So this is probably one that not many people will pick. I don't think it's been played all that much. But But I've not heard a bad thing about it. Yeah. Um, So it's Endling Extinction is forever. So this is the game you play initially as a pregnant fox and the game starts off where the the forest that you live in is destroyed by a a wildfire. Then you have to sort of find refuge near a a kind of populated area um, and then you give birth to your four cubs and you play obviously as the mama cub, eh, sorry mama fox and it's your job basically to venture out into the landscape, search for food, avoid danger, teach your cubs the skill they need to survive as they're the, the last foxes on the planet and it's just... No pressure then? No, no, no pressure um, but I think that, that it just, it captured me instantly because I don't know, I just feel like it's more than a game. It's like a statement. And I don't know, they, they cleverly, like it's Hero Beat Studios that, that made it. And I don't know, I just think they, they portray such a a view of how humans inf- affect the environment and mm. how just so difficult it is to survive as a fox. And I don't know, I, it, that there's some really heart-wrenching moments throughout the game. And mm. I think I just felt that sense of, I need to save these cubs. Yeah. And, I, mm-hmm. you know, they were my babies and I wasn't going to let anything happen to them. Yeah. And it's fucking anxiety-inducing, isn't it? Yeah, like, and I think it just it just left such a lasting mark on me that I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. When I saw you playing it, like, again, like, the art style just looked absolutely gorgeous. And, like, I there was multiple times when I was, like, maybe walking by and I was just like, oh, what's going on here? Like, what? And yeah. I, was there not a bit where, like, there was a wee cub and he had, like, he got his head caught in, like, a ring pool? Those yeah. things that, like, keep yeah. all the things together. Yeah. And I was like, and yeah, like it's you say. tense. Like, there's mm-hmm. so many just bits of it that you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Like, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to, you know, what's the best course of action for me to take? And yeah. but, am I going to run out of food? Am I, and where am I going to hide from? <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. just... They obviously have so cleverly like tied it into like the sort of impact that we the player are having on the world and how 
like you're you're trying to save these cubs, but it, the game is also telling you the whole reason that you have to save this these cubs is because the whole this has happened. We're in this situation because it's your fucking fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you better fucking save them because you did this. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so clever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually, I saw a video recently someone had made on the game. And they were. It was. Uh, it was just like a five minute video of them. Apps. It wasn't a review, but they were just praising the sort of like ethos of it and mm-hmm. just how I like how it was. It seemed like really like one of the deepest games of the year in terms of that. And yeah, it's it's, it's one again. I'd love to get to. It looks. Uh, it looks brilliant. Yes. So Donnie, you're number two. My number two is Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> you know, between two and three, that and Elden Ring, it, it chopped and changed. And Buggy as fuck, but isn't it? Not a single bug for me, pal. You know, <laughs> a single one. And yeah, I, I chopped and changed what was two, what was three, and eventually two got pushed to the top. It's just, it's just wonderful. And it's, and it's, I never thought a sequel. Sometimes you know, like sequels are hard to live up to the original when, when the original was so unique and so great. But for me, Forbidden West is just spectacular. I don't know. I don't know what I like more. Whether it was the whether the improvements to combat, whether it was the unbelievable visuals, like not just in terms of the world design and how that then looked on the PS5, but the characters. And I remember, like, when some of the first conversations you saw. The, the mocap, you're like, fucking hell, like, that is unbelievable what that team's achieved there. This looks yeah. like real people having real conversation with real expressions, little twitches to eyebrows and nose and little smirks. Like, it just looked like real people on screen. Apart from Aloy's hair. Apart from Aloy's uh, Medusa hair. Uh, that was like the one thing and it wouldn't even have stood out if everything else wasn't so perfect <laughs> yeah i love the fact they patched her hair you know, know. <laughs> did they oh. yeah <laughs> the first patches they calmed that down oh i man. mean at times it did look no, like she had a fucking yeah, no. hairdryer on next time yeah that. yeah it was um yeah it's, it's just brilliant and you know like for a game i think i thought it nailed like diversity as well so many different colors and creeds of people as well which i thought was was really cool um i just loved it and I like, like I said, I, I didn't think it would it would ever live up to Zero Dawn, and for me, it, it escalated it. It is much, much better, and I'm so excited for the, the DLC. And, and to be fair, and the VR, although it's obviously it's kind of a spin off um the DLC due out soon. Nervous about where the third one's going in terms of you know how they'll live up to that again, but we'll, we'll worry about that in, in four or five years' time. It's just a spectacular game. It was. It's nominated everywhere. I get that. It, you know, it's up against Elden Ring, it's up against Ragnarok. It, it's not won or probably going to win many awards, which is a shame because it does deserve more. But it's up against a few juggernauts, and it's a shame. <laughs> it's, it, Horizon always seems to get smashed with the juggernauts, doesn't it? So um, it does. Chances thought... are, when when sorry, we'll say chances are when the third game comes out, fucking the new um, Elder Scrolls will come out at the same time or something, and fuck it, you know. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't seem like they've had much luck with that. Yeah. But like I just I did we never really mentioned it during that episode, but like I did feel for it during uh the Keelys when it just <laughs> yeah. it never won Not anything. A single I'm like, that's fucking thing. harsh, man. It's harsh, man. But again, it's up against some juggernauts out there, man. Yeah. It's just it's the way it goes. You know. And I think to be fair, not to sound cliche, but the fact that it was nominated when the pool was quite strong as well. Yeah, that's they'll, maybe, they'll, they'll, they'll probably take the win there. 
Um, but sales figures have been have been phenomenal, especially when you discover that um, that what you call it box copies um, with with the PlayStation bundles don't count. So it's done really really well off the shelf as well. So. I found that actually really interesting. So did I. They, I just assumed mention- bundles counted, yeah. Aye, they kept mentioning Aye. like how well it had sold. Because people I were being told- negative going, oh, but look at all the bundles. Oh, oh, oh. And then, well, actually, no, bundles don't count. All oh, right, Well, that's, wow. the, that's, that's the thing, yeah. Like, it, it was easy to dismiss it as far as... Yeah, of course. You were, yeah, you were like, we all did. I mean, for six months, Sony would have gunned you down if you tried to buy a PS5 without a copy of Horizon. Like, yeah, they yeah. just wouldn't allow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they, they would not yep. sell you a PlayStation 5 without a copy of Horizon. Yeah. And well, you're I like, right, well, obviously it's sold well, but yeah. uh, if it's not counting that, it's, it's bad. not, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I remember, I should have said this away before, but I remember being in, in Smith's Toys and the, and the boy actually told me, he's like, he goes, we've got an instruction from PR, Sony PR, we are not allowed to sell PlayStation 5 without some sort of bundle. It doesn't have to be Horizon, but it's got to be a bundle. So we've got to put in, try and put in a game, if not two, and a headset if we can. They've got to, they're trying to get as much fucking out as they can, you know? Well, that's the thing. They know people... You have like, to, yeah. You've got to buy it, yeah. If, if people... If there's not enough PS5 for demand, then you can do that. You can yeah. be like, well, if you want it, you'll take all this other stuff over here to the left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we've come to the, the time. The tippy top. The tippy, tippy top, top, number one. Numero uno. What you got, Craig? It's high on life. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was it. It's Sifu. Mm. I fucking <laughs> loved this game. This is a game that you could probably complete in about four or five hours i checked my playstation stats i've played it for over 70 hours Mm, wow i just again when i saw the preview stuff of it i was like i really like this it was i was highly anticipating it but at the same point i was like how does this work in practice is this going to be cute like qtes is it going to be how in control of the character are you going to feel how good is it going to feel I absolutely loved it and I think Gowdy regular listener he we mean him have spoke about it many a time he was the same he absolutely adored it just like he was the first to platinum it in, in the sort of our circle mm-hmm. um, and he did it hard mode I think I on the original before they patched it for the great oh, mode man, yeah. I, I absolutely fucking smashed it uh, and to be fair, it set him off on a path now of he likes all his games in hard mode. Mm. <laughs> um, I just, I honestly absolutely loved it. Everything about it. I thought the art style, the sort of, it was almost like a pastel style. Like I, I thought it looked great. I loved the aging system. I thought that was so clever. Um, really, really well done. The combat, the the story wasn't anything to write home about no, 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 but it was the, it was the only downside for me the upgrades i thought the, the upgrades were meaningful they really helped like i mean to me i got to so there's five levels i got to the boss and the third no i got to the beginning no i got to the boss and the fourth level on the normal difficulty and that's when i hit a wall and i just could not get any further and so when they did patch it and put an easier mode in, that was when I finished the game. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't do it on the normal difficulty. I just found it too hard. Yeah. Um, yes, there were tantrums, I recall. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, 
how close was I to throwing a controller? I was going Many absolutely times, off my yes. tits. Um, but it's interesting. Like, so we're talking about Elden Ring earlier, and we're talking about the difficulty and how on PC they've added an easier, like they've modded an easier difficulty in and stuff like that. And with Sifu, they took a different tack. They went right. Okay, we've heard the feedback. People think this is really hard. We're going to add an easier mode and make it accessible for people. And I completed it on the easier mode. It did take something away from it. Mm-hmm. See, if you were to look at a, a sort of defense for FromSoft holding tight on their, their hard difficulty, Sifu lost something. It went from, to me, if the whole game had been the easier mode, it would have been a good to great game. It might have made my top five, maybe. But it was, although I couldn't complete it on the normal mode, that was what made it special. It was that difficulty. It was that you have been here for 45 minutes getting your ass handed to you and finally you've got a little bit further. Like, that's what made the game. And I appreciate them adding the easy mode in. And I think it was a good thing they did it. And I think they proved that to the likes of FromSoft that you can add it and it doesn't ruin the game. It does take something away from it, mm-hmm. but give people the option. Yeah. I always think it's I always think you should give players the option. But it's just I honestly I can't say enough good things about it. It just it absolutely blew me away. And I, I remember at the time when I like sort of February, March, I even played it into April and I thought this is going to be right up near the top. But at the same point, I'm sometimes bad for the recency bias and I thought look there's a lot of games still to come. There's a lot of big games still to come. Will this stand the test of time? Will I even remember how good I remember it being by the time it comes to December? But the whole way through the year, it's just, I've always got it in my head. Like, and when it came out, there was two stacks. There's PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4. I have platinumed it on PlayStation 5, but like I say, I had to drop down the difficulty. And I'm waiting until I've got a week or so because when I do the PS4 version, I'm determined I'm doing that fucker on the normal mode. Like, I owe it to myself. I really want to prove to myself that I can do it. <laughs> and I'll definitely be playing it again. I fucking loved it. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. And the amount of support it's had. Like, they just announced the other day it's coming to Xbox in March 2023 alongside another free massive update. Yeah, that's a fucking waste of time though, isn't it? Do you think? What oh, fuck Xbox? I, oh, fuck, I got complete waste of time. Oh, it's not going to sell. It'll sell about 12 sell. copies. What's the point? It was well just sticking it on Game Pass. Well, I think it probably it's will. It's a complete waste of time. Yeah, it's a shame. You know, like me and you are obviously polar opposite sometimes when it comes to games because I just didn't like Seafood at all. I did it because I felt the peer pressure in the Discord to do it and I, I completed one run. Peer pressure from the Discord, never. <laughs> <laughs> completed one run, completed a second run, got to the boss in the club and went, I'm not even enjoying this. Why am I even bothering? And I just stopped playing it. I, and, I, and I was just relieved. I just I didn't even enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I got what I needed to from the story. Obviously, you complete it once you get the story. I know it's probably a true ending, whatever, but irrelevant. Yeah. It's just, I was just like, oh, no, this is just, this is not for me at all. I like that. I did like the art style, to be fair, but I didn't even enjoy the combat. I just found it frustrating. I just found it, yeah, it just didn't click with me in the slightest. Yeah, and there's certainly there's a, there's a lot of people in your boat. Mm-hmm. It did seem almost like a bit like a kind of Marmite game. Like some mm-hmm. people did just not get along with yeah. it at all. But there was great love for it, though. There was a lot of love for it. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, and yeah, shout out, by the way, sorry, one. just to say, we Gaudi as well. You already said it, but fucking fair play, we man. 
for nailing that platinum. <laughs> and of course, that did get him the title of the Games Master. The Games Master from the man himself. The man himself. That seems the like last... so long ago, doesn't it? I know. Fuck. The last person to ever get a game to be ever crowned Games Master, <laughs> as far as this recording goes. I know. As of this recording, he is the last Games Master. Yes. I know. <laughs> Yeah, and if you hadn't, I guess, worked it out from my earlier comments, then Stray is my number one. Yeah, Yeah, so yeah, and I, I can, you kind of touched on it earlier, it is quite a short experience, but I think what's packed in more than makes up yes. for it, it's a simple but engaging plot, but it just hooks you in with the yeah. characters and the environment and, you know, all while you roam around as a cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, great little puzzles as well, um, weren't too intrusive. Following on, this is a sort of trend for me this year, but following on, like, I love the look of the art style. Mm. Like, see the sort of characters, like, I don't know, I, I'm trying to think now, it's been that long since I've seen it, but there's like, they've got like a TV on in their head and stuff Aye. like that, is that right? Little, yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, just like, just seeing things, like, I'm just like, it's so intriguing, you're like, what is this world? Yeah. This is, I need to know more about this, I need to know why this is the case, like, and it's just all that neon lights and stuff like that, I just... There's been quite a few, like, obviously Sifu had bits and pieces of that, so did Stray, but it's just, it's such an appealing art style. Yeah, I think one thing that the game definitely achieves quite well is making you want to explore. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can just play it and not do anything in it, but you and you'll still have a satisfying experience. But I think if you, if you do take it that step further, there's definitely some rewards there. Um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and just and platforming was just really fun as well. I saw, like, I remember being some criticism. It's like, oh, but it's not like it's not like open platform. You can't just leap where you are. It's like, but why would you want to? Cats are supposed to be graceful. Like yeah. I don't think it would work if they no, did it that it, way No, it wouldn't. Either. You're right. It, it works perfectly how it is. You've got preset, not where you can jump, but how you can jump. It's, mm-hmm. You're not playing fucking Assassin's Creed. You can just launch yourself anywhere, you know? Um yeah, platforming was so fun, and just running, just like jumping across different things. It was just, it was just a real cool way to look at things. Um, mm-hmm. It just, it ticked so many boxes for obviously you, Jess, especially me, and so many people as well. The uh, the response it got was was great, and for anyone obviously on on PS Plus Extra, you got it, quote unquote, free as well. Yeah. Emily, we need yeah. more of that. Need if, more if of that. Was, if- if there had been freeform jumping, it wouldn't have worked. No. Because you would have ended up missing where you were trying to hit mm-hmm. more often than not. And the thing about, like, cats is they're elegant movers. Yeah, and graceful. Like, if, you, yeah. if you watch a cat, like, it's fucking doing a balancing act across a fence. It's doing this, it's doing that. Like, they very rarely fall. Yeah. And so, if you want to... They've done so well mocap in this cat and making it look exactly like a cat... If it just kept spazzing into a wall every two seconds, you'd be like, "Right, well, this, this—I mean, what the fuck's going on here?" Yeah. Yeah. Cats have only got nine lives. Exactly. So. Mm-hmm. There is a trophy for that, actually. For dying, what the, yeah. dying nine times is or something. Dying nine times, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and again, it was it was a it was a decent platinum as well. The only annoying trophy was that one where you got to fucking oh, slalom one. between yeah. all the rot things. Oh my god. What did I, did I hit, I think I hit 100, was it 100 attempts I hit? <laughs> Remember the day I was doing that on the Discord and losing the will. Um, I'm, I'm dreading doing it because when I, when I do play it, I'm going to have to go for the Platinum and I remember everyone's anger at that and I'm it fucking was dreading awful, it. awful, Craig. It, was just, it wasn't the fact that it's not that it's difficult, it's just that you've just got to be so precise. And it, one, looked like, one it looked slip. like you had to be so lucky as well. Uh, there was, it seemed that way, but it's not because the rot are all preset. <laughs> 
the, the rats, it's all preset where they go to. But sometimes it just felt as though it almost threw little bits of RNG in, but it, it obviously didn't. But the fact that it took me so many attempts is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'll let Jess see through that one for me. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the reason why I never did it the first time. <laughs> but yeah, so I would I would say two two worthy winners so far. What's our third winner? Well, mine's mine obviously is the real winner, since so you two have shot the fucking bed, and the real winner obviously is God of War <laughs> God Ragnarok. <laughs> fucking hell, Craig! Honestly, I can't even believe That's, we're having, I, I would, having this conversation. I would just like to say it's a very brave choice. <laughs> Bravest fucking game of the year and bravest sequel you've ever come across. How is that not your number? What are you doing anyway? God of War, I've not, Ragnarok. I've not finished it. <sighs> Fair enough. You still, you've let the side down there, big star man. See if that doesn't fucking win overall. I'm telling you, me and you again are going to fall out. So God of War, Ragnarok is, is not only the best game of the year, it's the best PS5 game so far as well. Um, they had a, they had an unbelievable challenge in trying to top 2018, especially with, with changing directors as well and nervousness around that and for me they they just nailed everything from start to finish the, the, the storyline is is impeccable the character developments the character arcs are just flawless um visually again we speak about um, forbidden west being incredible looking in terms of mocap and in conversations ragnarok was just a, that little step above um I just loved it. it. It's it's one of these games that I just think as though it, it's you're going to look back on that in ten years' time and go fucking hell, that was a great game. Mm. And it's it was, it's just a shame that it came out in the year that Elden Ring did because it would have nailed all the awards. To be fair, it's done well. You know, picked up six awards at the, at the Keeleys, so it's done well. Let's be honest here. Um, oh, well. Can't exactly fucking cry for it, but it's oh, it's it's just it, it's an absolute darling and. I'm kind of glad at the moment I've got a couple of games that are far away from what Ragnarok is because that uh, post-Ragnarok depression is, uh, is real. <laughs> it's real. Ah, uh, you and Chris won some state. Oh, it's just awful. See that? I would say the four days after it were just awful. Finishing that game was the worst fucking moment of the year, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... I yeah. would, I would definitely say, like as I say, I've not finished it. I'm maybe fifteen hours in or something like that. Um, I do agree. I think it's a better game than 2018. Mm-hmm. I do think they've topped it. It looks absolutely incredible. It's, it's outstanding. The graphics are fucking ridiculous. Absolutely See, it, ridiculous. Yeah. It's funny because what it's got is, is that although the, although the world design is great and it, especially like Van Vanheim and that where you go to that the luscious greens and stuff, it is, but. Like like Elden Ring's art design is stunning. Like the worlds they, they created were beautiful. What's what has let Elden Ring down is the fact that it looks like a PS3 game. You know, visually it, it looks like ass. Whereas oh. Ragnarok's got this got the got the stunning visuals but not as great art design. You merge them together and you've got something special, you know? Um but I suppose that's a difference between two hundred million dollar budget and probably a twenty million dollar budget in it. So that's what you get. Plus as well, like Ragnarok's sort of world is much more, it's not, it's certainly not a linear world, but it's much more enclosed. Like, yes. From what I understand, like the Elden Ring world was... It's like, so fast. Ev- it's every, aye, every time you think, oh, I've seen all of it, then another bit opens up and another bit yeah. opens up. Yeah, you, you so go underground they, they and the have... map doubles, it's, it's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the underground actually looks nicer than above ground as well. Um, oh, does it? Oh yeah, the underground's stunning, yeah. 
absolutely beautiful underground. You yeah, just look so... up at the sky and stuff, and, and it's just like, wow, this just looks beautiful. But it's just a shame that it's let down by the 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 visuals of it. But listen, that's yeah, I'm splitting hairs a little bit here. We're here to talk about Ragnarok. Um, yeah, it's for me. It's it's an easy number one, and I just think like I I, I don't I don't know if Spider Man will overtake it for the best PS5. I I, I can see this lasting. I I just I'm trying to think where the next game's coming from. I'm gonna say, do you know what? That's better than Ragnarok. You know, for me, return it's been Returnal since since that launched, and it's taken nearly two years to knock that off off its off its. Uh, it's chair, so we'll Final see. Final Fantasy sixteen, maybe. What's that? Final Fantasy sixteen. No, maybe? no, I, I don't think that will be it. That's not going to be the game. That's not going to top Ragnarok, and I don't think Spider Man will either. I think it's going to come from something later on near the end of the gen. Could be. Could yeah, be. I think it's twenty eighteen. It's still thought of as the best, certainly top two of the PS four gen, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Special, special game. Yeah, it'd be interesting if I had been able to fit. Like, obviously, like I, I need the full context. Like, I'm, I'm not including stuff in my list if I haven't finished it. Yeah, likewise. Um, obviously, I've not played any of the sort of big AAA games this year. Yeah, so... I mean, I've, I've put a fair, I've put a fair few hours into it, but I'd still, I, I would want to see how the story pans out. How mm. ah, you can't judge it after you know fifteen, sixteen. You know, if, ah, if you yeah. if, see if you were thirty hours in, you can decide, or even twenty five. Because at twenty five, it's not going to get any worse. So you already know if you're 25 hours into Ragnarok, you can say if it's your two, three, four, five. You're not going to suddenly change because the last little bit drops down or whatever, you know. Yeah, I would say based on what I've played so far, like I don't, I don't know, I, I don't think it would have made my top five, but that's because like it's all subjective. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, having finished 2018 now, like I thought it was a really good game. I. I don't give a fuck about Norse mythology. I just, I, I find it so. I just like see like when I'm playing Ragnarok, I really appreciate the performances. They're fucking incredible. The voice acting, the mocap, everything is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I just can't fully get. In, I can't fully connect with the story. I just, I'm like, I don't know. Like when everyone has started playing it at launch and. I, th- I don't think it was a single person in the Discord that wasn't like, oh my goodness, there's a moment about an hour and a half in, and yeah. I just every few hours, hours it was and, a... I, and I got to it, and I'm, yeah, and I got to it, and I'm like, it was a good scene. Oh fuck off! <laughs> I just stop like, trying to bait me, Donnelly. Honestly, I'm not, it's just not my like. I love PlayStation exclusives, like I, I do, like they they do. You sound like Chris Reagan now. I like it, but 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 look at me, I've got ADHD, but but. <laughs> It's just not my, it's just not, like, <laughs> mystical stories are just not my thing. Ah, yeah, it's just not, not like, stuff like see, if it was, see if it was an Uncharted game, I'd be fucking dripping wet. Yeah, like, yeah. I love that sort of shit, but the fantasy setting, I just, I cannot fully take it seriously. I just cannot fully take it seriously. Yeah. It's but just a, but a man miraculously climbing walls for 10 hours is okay. Oh, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Only joking, Nathan Drake, I love you, mate. But like, I don't know, it just that sort of set does it way more for me. And I just, I like that. like I say, I appreciate it. And I do think it's really good. And I think I said this before, but see, when I'm playing Ragnarok, mm-hmm. I'm having a fucking blast. Yep. But when I'm not playing it, I'm not thinking about playing it. Uh, I'm still thinking and about be- it now. And because, it, like, 
this will absolutely disgust you. Oh, but no. like when I finish this, I'm going to put it on the computer and I stick on the PlayStation and I would I would want to play Callisto Protocol ten times more than I'd want to continue Fuck on Ragnarok. Fuck off. Fuck off. I think it's brilliant. I really off. enjoy it. Fuck honestly, off, it's just man. way more my thing. This is what I'm up against, right? <laughs> this is this, Jess. This is what you just married, okay? What the fuck, Donnelly? Honestly, I know. I wish. To be honest, I, I don't know. I wish I had played it because Ragnarok. Yeah, but you think that kind of stuff's a pile of shit? I know, now? but at least I could. I don't know. We could decide. Can play it. Yeah, I know. Mm. I feel having not had the experience, I can't make a judgment. And nobody stopped you. Yeah, no. If you could true. see my part of me playing Callisto Protocol, unfucking believable. Can I get a controller in my hand? Unfucking believable. <laughs> okay, so we have all shared our top five. We are going to now share the top five, possibly top ten of the listener votes. Well, I thought it would just be interesting. So I've pulled the votes, but I think it was 476 people voted. Brilliant. And we've uh, waited all we've waited all 25% each, is that right, yeah? Yes. Yes. That's how we're going to do it. Cool. Right, so what I have done is we will only be counting obviously the audience's top 5 as well to put together the official conclusive pure dead gaming. <laughs> top five for 2022 but i did think it would just be interesting to read out the audience's top 10 even though we'll only be using five of them mm-hmm. just to get a kind of idea of what people were enjoying in 2022 so at number 10 with 85 votes was citizen sleeper Wow. Which is a game that I have heard a lot of good mm-hmm. things about. In fact, I've heard not a single bad thing about, but I have not played. No. And given if I had all the time in the world, I would have played mm-hmm. because a lot of people have told me it's fucking excellent. Yeah. It's on sale on PS Engine now as well. Is it? It's on mm-hmm. Game Pass as well, I think. Oh, is it? No. I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, at number nine with 87 votes is Cult of the Lamb. Mm-hmm. Number eight with 91 votes is Vampire Survivors, (laughs) which is a game that is... Have you played it yet, Donnie? No, No, I see the game, yeah. Fucking hell, honestly. Give it five minutes. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) Like, I put it off for so long because, like... It just, I'm such a snob, it just looks so shit. Yeah. But as soon as you play it, you're like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, they oh, fucking no. nailed this. And that's you, you'll just, you'll lose a night. <laughs> okay, at number six is Stray with 102 votes. I thought it would have been higher or lower. Hmm. Oh wait, hold on, sorry, hold on. Did you Sorry, say Stray's, seven? Stray's number seven, not Does number seven? six. Yeah, wow, yeah with 102 votes. Stray. Number six. Oh dear, Donnie, you're not going to be happy about this. Oh, no way! Is God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> no fucking way. With 113 votes. Fuck off. I was pretty shocked by that. Wow. I mean, it is an exclusive, and... Wow. One thing I noticed with these votes is that we obviously have quite a few 
or well, certainly quite a few people that voted are Switch primarily, okay. uh, or and or PC like right. Football Manager. It's not in the top ten, but Football Manager got about fifty votes. Right. And what you'll find, obviously, with this is because people have to pick five, there will be games where it's made it into more people's top five. Yeah. So yeah, it's the the voting is interesting, but yeah, it's 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 missed out at number six. Holy shit! Number five, and this is an interesting one. With a hundred and nineteen votes, is Neon White. Wow! Which was only on Switch, Switch until, until about a week or yeah, so ago. Recently, yeah. When I when I saw it was doing well in the voting, I actually installed it on PC last night. And I played maybe half an hour of it just to get a kind of feel for it. Mm-hmm. Seems very cool. Uh, didn't get in f- into it far enough to really formulate a massive opinion, mm-hmm. but yeah, I want to check it out as well. Yeah, it does seem very, very worthwhile. Um, cool first person kind of combat. It seemed a little bit mirrors edgy with with yeah. more better combat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. Number four with a hundred and forty four votes was. Seafood, which I was surprised about. Yeah. I did not expect that to get anybody Near to die. many votes. Near to die. Number three, this was almost more of a surprise to be fair. Number three, with one vote more, 145 votes, was Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Right. I was shocked at that. I thought it would be higher. Higher, yes. Although, again... Although it talked about it did really well, there is a, a like Elden Ring is one of those games that's probably either number one or two in people's list, mm-hmm. but it's not on it at all. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I would it say probably so, yeah. missed out. Like there was, yeah, it probably missed out on that. Yeah, number two, interestingly, with a hundred and seventy six votes, was a Plague Tale Requiem, which surprisingly missed all of our lists. Well, I'm I'm going to get into it a little bit before we finish, but I made a list of games that I think could have made my top yeah. five if I had a chance to finish them, and this is one of those games on that list. Right. Loved the first game, loved what I played the Requiem, didn't get a chance to finish it, so I couldn't put it in my list. But I was surprised it got as many votes. Well, I'm not because look how look how well it's done in award season and like sales. Yeah. I'm just shocked it wasn't on one of yours. I'd have put money on it. I, I'm yeah, that's a bit I'm surprised about. No, because it was up for game, well, I mean, was up for game of the year and stuff. So, I yeah. mean, gen- genuinely, if based on what I've played so far, if I had finished it, if it wasn't in the top five, it would certainly be my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, just my type of game, a lot of stealth. I loved the first one. Yeah, I said, uh, on paper it's one of mine. I, I just didn't enjoy it. Five hours, and I just, I I, yeah, I, I calumned it. So, yeah, at that point you have to. Yeah, you have to bin it. Number one. 196 votes is Horizon Forbidden West. <laughs> Superb. Superb. Which actually does debunk my whole... I was sort of like putting the Ragnarok vote oh, down to, well, it's a console exclusive. It's a console exclusive, yeah. But then so is, so is Horizon, so, I suppose. Oh, man. So, do you know what? I'm so chuffed for it. Because like you said, you know, it's missed out on so many, you know, awards. But at least it's, at least it's the big one. It got the recognition, you know. Yeah, the big one, exactly. <laughs> and so that brings us across now. So what we have done is we're, get, we're taking myself, Jess, Donnie, and the listeners' votes into account. 
each person gets a weight of 25%. And so everyone's number one gets five points. Their number two gets four points. Their number three gets three points. Their number four gets two points. And their number five gets one point. And so the way that this all works out is a top five overall pure dead gaming list, which is as follows. Number five is Ragnarok. Oh, it's, it's in there. It's, it's, it's scraped in. It's scraped in by virtue of getting five points from you. <laughs> Number four is Elden Ring. Because it got number three from the audience and number three from three you, from so it got a total of six points. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to do this here. I suppose it's, it's sort of number three and number two both have the same amount of points, so you could take it however you want based on which one you prefer. <laughs> but both Stray and Sifu have seven points. I would say you give it to the audience vote is the higher one. Because more people voted on that, I would say. So whatever one that was should get the higher. So that should be two. Yeah. Right, aye. I think that's fair. Aye. Because we are we are we are for the people. For the people. <laughs> so the people. number number three with seven points can be Sifu. Number two with seven points can be Stray. And then number one with twelve points. It got five from the audience. It got four from Donny, and it got three from myself. It's Horizon Forbidden West. Woo-hoo. You have eventually won the big one. Well done, <laughs> Finally Girls. got the recognition you deserved. Buzzing for them. Well so done. So am I, because it's such a great fucking game. It really is. And I feel as well as the years gotten on, the memories of it have gotten better as well. Um, yeah, it's just such a great game, and it, even more so now with the with the DLC coming. Fucking excited for Hollywood, man! Yeah, definitely, yeah. and it's yeah. it's won it there by a clear five points. That's brilliant, man! That, I did not expect that. I must admit. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's worked out pretty well. Yeah, I think. To be fair, I think the list is. I mean, I think that top five, you know, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Sifu, Stray, and Horizon. It's yeah, I, I think it's it's where it should be, pretty much. It's not a bad encapsulation. Of it's the a year, pretty I would say. good yeah, list, exactly. isn't it? There's games in there that maybe I didn't particularly enjoy, or you didn't particularly yeah, enjoy, yeah, or Jason didn't particularly enjoy, or the yeah. audience. But I think you would look at that list and go, "It's a fucking solid list." That yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's basically my list minus one, so I'll take that as the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm talking about, motherfuckers. <laughs> we will put a post on the website. We're just detailing the sort of final list um, and our, all our votes as well just so you can have a nosy if you want indeed yeah definitely and as i said um i've never done this in the past and i will be doing uh, each year on the website i do publish a top 10 list which i will be doing but i've never done this in the past but i just felt this year there was so many games that just through the sheer volume i wasn't able to get through and I was in the sort of weeks leading up to doing this list. I'm looking at everything I've played. I've completed, I think it's 43 games that released in 2022, Jeez. which is a lot. Like mm-hmm. I, I put a lot of fucking hours in this year, but I still didn't get to complete probably about a third of the games that mm-hmm. I wanted to, just because how fucking could you possibly? 
And so what I just wanted to do was just read out a couple of games here that they didn't make my top five or top ten, but if I had completed them, I honestly think they could have been in there just based on what I played. And so I've got down God of War Ragnarok, Signalis, which is it's on Game Pass at the moment. Mm. It's a fucking excellent survival horror game. Really fucking cool. Uh, Elden Ring, Serial Cleaners 2, which is a stealth-based game where you're basically going in and cleaning up after crime scenes. Really cool idea, great art style, really cool. Stray, Plague Tale Requiem, Tineken, Tunic, which is a game I was really excited for, but just never got a chance to fully go through. Sniper Elite 5, don't think it made up many other people's mm-hmm. lists, but I fucking love those games, uh, and I loved what I played of it. A, a little-known game called Liberated Enhanced Edition, which is like a side-scrolling game, really fucking cool, you should check out, and also Dying Light 2. So, I would have loved to get the time to finish all those games, but yeah. I don't have uh, the ability hours. to stop time yet. No. No. Not yet, but it's coming. I'm working on it. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of rounds out 2022. We're obviously very excited for next year and what's set to be a phenomenal a year huge, for gaming with lots of year. exciting Fuck. releases scheduled. We will, of course, be kicking off the first episode of the year with a discussion um, of our most anticipated games. And if you are eagerly, eagerly awaiting something, then do get in touch and let us know. We might give you a shout out. Um, but just a quickly, what are we? What what's our kind of big big thoughts on what's coming? Yeah, what is your most? What is your three most anticipated games for next year? Oh, uh, Starfield, Spider Man Two. Although I'm not convinced that it's going to drop next year, despite every fucking person that's ever worked at Insomniac <sighs> yeah. tweeting out that it's going yeah, to. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, weird that, isn't it? I know. I know. So yeah, so Starfield, Spider Man, and uh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, try to get into Ryan's good books. Try to get into Ryan's drawers. Yeah. Um, just looks great, and it just looks like a game that's gonna it's gonna hit a lot of hearts, I think. And yeah, big year, year of Game Pass next year as well. Uh, overall, in terms of what's coming on there, it's gonna be fucking massive. Mm. So, aye, next year is hot, hot, hot. Uh, what about you guys? To Jess? Yeah, Hogwarts for me as well. Um, first spoken as well. First, first spoken. That's my kind of two probably. Um, I think Hogwarts because it's got the potential to be huge, mm-hmm. really, yeah. really big. My, my concern is the team that's making it have not made anything particularly good mm-hmm. before. Yeah, but everything that's been shown of Hogwarts looks really good. Yeah, the preview stuff's been positive though, and that's always a good indicator, yeah. isn't it? When people who have got their hands on sort of beta build you could say they've been pretty positive from what i've seen so that's always a good sign uh i'm trying to think for me uh spider-man 2 definitely that game's just so much that well the previous game i I assume they're not going to fuck it up uh it's just so much fun to play and I, i assume it will be again so definitely that uh, I'm really looking forward to Atomic Hearts. Mm-hmm. I think I've, it looks yeah. really cool. Very yeah, I've added that to Bioshocky. the list. Yeah, yeah, and it's good day one in Game Pass, so yeah, we'll be diving yeah. into that. I think that looks really cool. And 
God, there's so much. There's so much I'm looking forward to. I'm tempted to say Dead Space, but I think that's kind of a recency bias. See, because I know I'm getting it in January. Like, yeah. I'm just like, it's so close. It's close so I'll say, yeah. I'll go Dead Space just because I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, I love that game when it initially released and the fact that they are in the re-release sort of padding out areas and making it like bigger and more, apparently more Metroidvania. Like, I just, I, I'm really looking forward to that. So I'll say, I'll say Atomic Hearts, Spider-Man 2, and Dead Space. Although there's there's so much. Like so when we, when we do the 2023 Spider-Man. preview, uh, we're going to need comfortable seats. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a fucking lot. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough, tough list to choose from for next year, man. Fucking hell. Definitely. And there's still stuff we've not even heard of yet as well. It's not as if we know everything that's coming out. There'll be shit that's announced that comes out as well. It will be a very interesting uh, fantasy league draft. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> at the beginning of January. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so this is our final episode of the year and I suppose with that said, I just want to thank everyone again for your continued support and for listening to us week after week. Two fucking years, no missed episodes every Thursday. Like fucking clockwork. <laughs> Consummate professionals over here, people. Yes. Like a milkman always delivers. Yeah, we are very excited for 2023 and hopefully we can bring you lots more exciting episodes. And yes, and stories about coffee. Uh, maybe. And also just thanks again, Donnie, for joining us. No problem at all. Had a blast. And we'll see you next year. See you in 2023. Bye, Bye all. Happy New Bye. Year. Bye.